Oh, this is episode 129. This is episode number 129 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and burr. Yeah, baby, it's cold outside. Holy cow. And no, I did not call Kevin baby. No. Man, it is <laughs> frigid. Yeah. It is colder than I have ever felt in my entire life. Bing Crosby wouldn't even sing about this. No. It's ridiculous outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't, I'll put it, I'll put it this way. I've been at your house for like 24 hours at this point <laughs> because my house was just, no power. Right. Gone. When did, when did it go out? So my power left. So, so we're recording this on Tuesday, uh-huh. um, which is the day that our podcast normally come out. But we're a week early. Right. We wanted to go ahead and get live on this. Um, so this episode will actually come out a week late. But uh, my, my power went out at 5 a.m. on Monday. Okay. Which was the 15th of February. And I, we made it. Till about four o'clock, I think it was. Yeah, at three thirty, something like that. Um, and and we've got we've got natural gas at our house, mm-hmm. so we've got uh, a, a gas burning fireplace. But I don't know what's up with it because it's just gas logs in there. But I think it's actually set up to be wood burning, right? More than it is set up to be gas logs, because really what I've got is I've got a gas pipe at the bottom, um, and a rack in there that you're supposed to put wood on, use the gas to light it, turn the gas off, right? Right. But what they did, the, the previous owners, they just bought um, like ceramic logs, or they maybe actually be concrete. They're super heavy, and um, and they're they're kind of concrete br- logs. Yeah, they're kind of brittle too. So I, I don't know what they are. Is that even a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Someone someone probably knows more than I do about this. All right. And so we gotta get we gotta get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, we do. So I uh I turned it on mm-hmm. and closed the door to the living room because it was getting cold. And we start getting a smell. Like a like a gas smell. Right. But it but it's a little bit different than a than a regular gas smell. Um and I made sure we had our CO2 uh, detector in there. Right. Never went off. And we were in there for probably six hours, seven hours. Yeah. And um, it, it just, we, we had problems. And so I, I wound up opening the flue, to, but that let all the heat go out. And so we, we were just problematic. And my kids were having a hard time. And uh, the smell was kind of getting to us. And so... I called you up and I was like, "Hey, man, like, <laughs> what's up?" And, he's, and you told me to come over, so we came over. Yeah, spent the night last night. Um, apparently, our power came on at eight p.m. last night. We were already kids were already in bed, so we just you know kind of left it the way it was. Um, but at four o'clock this morning, the power went off at my house again, and I'm able to find that information now because I got an Eero. Wi-Fi system. Right. So every time it comes on, you can... I know. And also, I've got the Ecobee thermostats, right? So mm-hmm. I can actually see how cold it is in my house when I've got power. So when the power came back on, um, it my, my house is 49 degrees <laughs> at 8 o'clock. So I'm kind of glad we got out of there. Yeah. And then... Well, and I'm like, we've, we've talked to some folks that are like still in their house. Yeah. And it's in the 40s. Oh, yeah. And that's because this morning, 
It was like six degrees outside. Right. Yeah, it was insane. And so, uh, so the power went off at four, and about two, what well, right, right at two hours ago, so two twenty ish. I just happened to check my app, and I had checked it about twenty or thirty minutes before that. It was yeah. still out. Two twenty, I checked it. Everything was on. My furnaces were firing up. Yeah, it was forty eight in my house <laughs> this time, and uh, and they're they're heated up. Um, I'm gonna actually look right now live on on here and find out if I'm still up. But man, it it it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and and like you know, I. I we were uh, this morning. We were talking because our friend Ashley was at the at the grocery store. Yeah. Somehow she made it to the grocery store. Yeah, and I think I think you said like when we were you were watching her video, like her the line at the grocery store was like wrapped around the inside of the store. Yeah. So uh, first of all, let me say my power's still on. Woo! Hey, hey. Um. So you, you can actually I'll put it here, and you can see I can, oh, it's at a reasonable temperature too. It's a reasonable. Te- there we go. Reasonable temperature. Yep. So, um, so yeah, Ashley Allwood, our chamber friend. Um, oh, she's not there anymore. I know, but she was our chamber friend. She was our chamber originally. friend. Originally. Yeah. Um, We're just not friends anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she lives in the same neighborhood as I do. Yeah. Uh, but she, she drove to HEB and she went live because HEB opened for like five hours today just uh-huh. for, you know, people that need it, right? That's yep. everybody. Everybody. And so they showed up and, and all of the containers that have like cheese, meat, all that kind of stuff, completely empty. Mm-hmm. And she's standing it's at a fire that sale. Area. <laughs> yeah, she she's standing right there and t- doing this live. And she said, "I'm standing in line to check out." Uh huh. Those of you who know H E B, that area is at the very back of the store. Yeah, and. It was wrapped all the way around to the, the longest way yeah. that it could possibly, and there are people behind her yeah. at the store, and and they're just trying to get food, and and you know, it's, it's insane. Well, and let me, like I went, I went to an HEB on Valentine's Day, yeah, and I was uh, now, I everyone started making fun of me because I posted this on Facebook. They were they thought I'd forgotten to get my wife a Valentine's, right? Which is not true. No. I was there picking up some things that we needed for food. Yeah, because you had already gotten her tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> y'all are different. Yes. <laughs> we, get tree, we get each other trees for uh, Valentine's Day. Have you ever told that story? I, like, I, don't, we know, do that? I don't know. I, whether you've told it or not, it's worth telling again. Um, I, like right now? Sure. Okay. Well, I think, let me finish the H-E-B thing. Okay. Um, so anyway, like... That day was ridiculous. So there, there were lots of people there getting Valentine's things. Sure. And they had every register open at the store. Which is a lot. And still, the lines for each register went halfway deep into the store. Mm. And so, like, there were aisles of the store that you physically couldn't get down because the lines for the register were taking up those aisles. Right. And so, that was that was before all this stuff happened. Yeah, this was really probably a culmination of things, right? It was right. probably a culmination of people that forgot Valentine's. Day. <laughs> and they're going oh crap it's well, and, halfway through and, yeah day. and people that had just you know like forgotten or hadn't hadn't had time to do any prep work right. for the you know the coming snowmageddon right. it's a bre- bread bread and milk type yeah. of thing right so and, and like you know that that's a so now a lot of people's 
Well, and I'm going to, I'm going to forget to tell the, uh, the, the tree story. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't forget. So, the, the, okay. So since it was just found, I'll, I will tell this story. So our, uh, one of our very first fights as a couple was on Valentine's. Okay. This was before we, we were married. Okay. So, you know, many, you know, at least a decade ago, right. more than a decade, but yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it, we had a pretty bad fight. And, you know, when you fight, you tend to say things that are stupid. Sure. Um, and I am no exception to that rule. <laughs> um, so, and I, like, I've, I've never really been like the very traditionally romantic type of, like, like, I don't like doing things on Valentine's Day, mostly because it feels like people are telling me that I have to do things on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, I want to do things on other days. Sure. Um, and my uh, then girlfriend now wife, uh, was like, look, like Valentine's is a big deal to me. I need you to make a big deal of it. And I was like, look, you making me celebrate Valentine's day is like if trees were important to me and I made you celebrate Arbor day, Mm. which is dumb. It is. It was a terrible argument. Right. She didn't forget that though. Uh, so when we got engaged, uh, she said, when do you want to get married? I said, I don't care. Whatever day you want to pick. So she picked National Arbor Day. Uh, and, and, and what, okay, this is how your marriage is beginning. Yes. Uh, uh, a, a crazy fight conversation yes. turn into wedding day. Yep. Marriage beginning. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's really awesome. The best marriages are built on spite. Um, <laughs> it's, it's worked out so far. It, it's worked. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, so we got, we got married in it's, it's April 28th is national Arbor day for those that okay. don't know. Yeah. Um, and so our very first Valentine's day in order to get back at her, I bought her a bunch of trees. Mm. So, yeah. And it's become a tradition now. Wow. So, and it's usually like a fruit tree or a nut tree or something yeah. that we can, we can put out here on the property. Yeah. So there, one of the very first ones was actually a blood orange tree and we didn't have a place at the time that was our first uh, one. And that's at my parents' house. It's yeah. in the ground and it actually makes really delicious oranges. Wow. So, which I'm going to have to go check on that and make sure it survived this thing. Yeah. And, and your parents have had a, had a go of it as well. So, so first of all, what, what's bizarre is that you have not lost power yet. No. And so so kind of the state of things right now is that the the power grid has gone down. And there, like there's a, everywhere. Everywhere. And and it started here in southeast Texas. There's right. two major plants that went down that supply a lot of the rest of the state. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because it's oil and gas down here. Yep. We've got all of the the natural resources to be able to do that. And so they, uh, the, you, you can read different things online mm-hmm. and, and some of them are going to tell you it's this person's fault or this person's fault or whatever the case is, no matter what, something didn't work and the power grid um, failed. Right. And so not only did it fail here, it sent a trickle chain uh, reaction through the rest of the state and all over the state of Texas and also into Louisiana there are power outages that are caused by this problem. And so the, there are some solutions to this in order to bring everybody back on 
um, in, in, and not overloading the system, they do what they call rolling blackouts. Right. But the rolling blackouts um, only work if your equipment is working. And so there's a couple of things that have happened. One of them is that um, the equipment has failed mm-hmm. and it's broken because of the storm itself. Right. So those people are not getting power at all. And I think that's actually where, where we were because the rolling blackouts were supposed to be two hours with power and between four and six hours without power. Mm-hmm. But we weren't getting those. We did get power for a short time last night, but then the equipment failed and then we were out without power for a while. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that right now our power is stable. Right. Um, it's been on now for an hour. Uh, no, two. No, one hour. It's been on for one hour. And we're we're good so far. Or maybe it's been two. I think it's been two. Two hours? Two hours. And, yeah. we're, and we're good so far. Yeah, and like... Like we didn't do anything special. I mean, like we're just kind of like a unicorn over here. I mean, like we're yeah. like we're kind of like waiting for it to go out, and it just hasn't happened. Right. So we've been extremely fortunate com- compared to the way other people have been experiencing the last couple of days. Yeah, y'all are on a y'all are on a completely different uh, company. Yeah. Y- y'all are on a company called uh, Mid South. Mid South. Yeah. And we're on Intergy, and but there's something about even people on on Mid South were working on on uh blackouts rolling blackouts they were like 30 minutes on 30 minutes off which is actually not bad right the 30 minutes on 30 minutes off makes a lot of sense because even if it gets cold in your house 30 minutes is not going to really pull the temperature down too too far right um but you also can't get a whole lot done and like you better be ready when that 30 minutes hits and yeah and get some stuff going yeah and and you need to make sure at that point that your computer's charged up and you know i mean it's one of those deals where when you lose power you lose wi-fi right right and so there's a lot of these different things that um that you have to deal with mm-hmm. and so schools around here have have just shut down uh right now the school district we're in They've shut down tomorrow, and I think they're going to go day by day. One of the other school districts in the area has shut down through Thursday. Um, my wow. wife's school district, which is a virtual school, um, they've actually shut down for the rest of the week. That's what uh, ours did. It so, shut down for the whole week. Yeah. So, um, which I mean is smart. I mean, I mean, like honestly, I mean, like I think, I think at this point, with what we've been experiencing, I mean, like you don't need to be on the road. No. At all. No. I mean, unless it's an emergency and like, mm-hmm. you, or you don't have food or you need medical right. attention or something like that, you just don't need to be out on the road, which makes the power outages even more precarious because, I mean, people want to get out and get to someplace warm. Right. But they also don't want to leave their house and, you know, make it vulnerable to like pipes freezing and yep. other damage that this storm can do that houses here just aren't built for. No. You know, and, and so it's not it's not an issue of like, oh, we don't like the cold. And right. it, 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 the, the issue has become like our properties are now vulnerable. Yes. Um, and because I mean, like I've, I've lived here for close to 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's never been this cold. Yeah. Well, I you know, and I've lived in Texas my entire life, except for a 10 year span. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the panhandle where it gets a lot colder mm-hmm. than it does here. I yeah. mean, it, it's it's regular that it would be, you know, down below freezing there. And never have I seen anything like this. Yeah, uh, I've experienced snow. I've experienced ice. Mm-hmm. But seven degree temps in Houston, and, and like 
zero and one degree temperatures in in the northern panhandle yeah and that's just the that's just the actual temperature the feels like temperatures in the negative like i've seen negative 15 around mm-hmm. here and so uh, you know we, we've got a, a friend um and he's from new york and then he said look i know a lot of people up north are saying ah, oh, you southerners don't know how to handle the cold okay somewhat valid right, right. we're not used to it right but that being said, he said, our our homes here are not built for it. He said, when I lived in New York, he had a um, he had an internal shutoff for his outside water faucets. Right. He, he could turn those off inside, therefore no possible breakage on the outside of the house. Right. And we just, we're not built that way. Yeah. You know? And, and, be, and why would we? Yeah. There, yeah. There's, there's not really a reason to be built that way. So... So yeah, it's it's like it's like problem meets problem equals catastrophe. Right. And and that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, and like, you know, on here on the property, I mean, we we probably got a good 4 inches of snow. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that that's a lot of snow for Houston. Yeah. I mean, it it snowed here the year we moved here, which was 2017. It it snowed um like an inch <laughs> Maybe. and it lasted about probably like a dusting. Yeah. Like 24 hours and it was gone. Um, the thing is we're supposed to get another storm tonight. hundred yeah. percent ice is what it's supposed to do. Just yeah. raining ice straight sleet. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to make it's it even, even worse. Worse. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, who knows what the power is going to do tonight. I mean, it, it could go out again. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, well, and I, I think, you know, if, if nothing else, you know, it's not to dog on anybody about this, but like, this is a good opportunity to learn a, a lesson in preparation that I completely agree. So, be, I mean, because like, uh, this is something that you really couldn't be all that prepared for. You could be somewhat prepared for, yeah. you know, and, and like we, we have things in our, in our home that had the power gone out we would have been okay. Yeah. You know, we, one of the things, one of the first things to go in this area, when people started catching wind that the temperatures were going to be dropping and that there was going to be not, not just like low temperatures, but like really low temperatures, propane, propane was one. I mean, like you couldn't find it to save your life. Well, I mean, I wasn't all that panicked about it because I had, uh, three 20 pound containers of propane already. Yeah. That, yep. I, that I just keep. Yep. Um, just in case. Yep. And it's not, ex- I mean, like that. Like the initial uh, propane canister, I think was like 30 or 40 bucks a piece. Yep. But I mean, they cost $15 to refill. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a big expense. Right. To, to have. But like, again, a propane tank is no good without a propane heater or, you know, something to cook with it. You know, or, you know, or even like just like having an extra bag of charcoal around. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, it's a source of heat. Two, it's a something to cook on. Um, I will tell you one of the things I, I do wish that we had that we don't have is I've always wanted a um, a portable cast iron stove. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they're burdensome and big and heavy and all that kind of stuff, but like they can really put out a lot of heat. Yeah. Um, and, and warm up an area. Yeah. Um, you just need a, a, a vent pipe to get the smoke out. Sure. Um, but 
but in, all, all that to say, I mean, like we, we found ourselves in, in a, in a better prepared situation, but like, even though we were prepared, we were still scrambling around here trying to, you know, get pipes wrapped and yep. get things covered up. Cause we got like, we have pool equipment yeah. that's not used to seeing, you know, sub 30 temperatures. No, um, no. Yeah. So we, we, we have, uh, actually we have two 30 pound propane tanks. Mm-hmm. So same amount of propane, right. As what you have here. Um, and I've got a propane stove, right. Uh, just a camping stove, but it's two burner propane stove. So I made sure that I've got the hookups in order to do all of that. So we were prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wasn't prepared for was my fireplace to not work the way I expected it to. Right. And part of that is because we don't turn it on. Right. It's not cold enough around here to to need to turn it on, right? So we just don't turn it on that often. I've turned it on, but just not very not very much. And so that's something that I know I'm going to have to get inspected uh, once we get this all kind of moved out of here. But I think that one of the things that you need to do on your home before next winter, maybe even, you know, as soon as you can find it is go get pipe insulation mm-hmm. like get some, keep it on hand because we actually had a situation. Um, the first house we ever lived in, my wife and I, we had a, a small dog. Uh, he turned into a big dog, but he, he was puppy, right. his, his Raider. And he chewed off that insulation <laughs> From, from the air conditioner to the house multiple times. And other animals will chew that stuff. They will, Squirrels yeah. will take it. Uh, birds will take it. And so having some of that on hand is really helpful. Um, and, you know, we, we wound up having some exposed pipes, so we wrapped them in towels and duct taped them. We also had to wrap our, our hot water, I mean, our, our, uh, our water softener, because it's outside. A lot yeah. of people are like, why would you put it outside? Because it's Houston, mm-hmm. and it, a lot of people have them outside, so we had to wrap that with a blanket, duct tape that as well, um, covering all your faucets. Right? I mean, having those those foam covers, or for us, we actually have quarter turn uh, knobs on all of our uh, all of our outside faucets, and so we had to go on Amazon and buy a sleeve that is insulated. They'll go over that, um, winterizing your your uh, irrigation system. So your sprinkler system, right? Mm-hmm. Winterizing that, it's it's smart thing to do. It's pretty easy to do. And if and if like mine, I have a problem winterizing mine because I need to replace my backflow preventer. Well, that probably needs to get done sooner than later. You know, there these are some things that I think that sometimes we don't consider until we get to the the point when we need it and then we really need it. <laughs> and it's too late, you know? So we got to work on that. We got we got to be better prepared. I think, yeah, uh, for stuff like that. Hey, everybody! We want to take a second to thank this week's show sponsor. This week's sponsor is Living Safe at Home Disinfecting Services. Uh, if you missed last week's episode, man, did you miss a great episode? If you want to go back and listen to that, that's episode 128 with Matt and Chase from Living Safe at Home. And we get into great detail as to what sort of services they provide. And let me tell you guys. They have the technology and the equipment to fully disinfect your home. They came in the studio and showed us just how disgusting our doorknob was. They showed us the before statistics, and then they showed us the after statistics after they disinfected the doorknob. And after I saw the results, I had them go ahead and disinfect the entire studio. 
man, do I feel better about being in here right now. Uh, if you guys are interested in having your home disinfected, now is a great time to get that done. You can reach them at 512-917-8654. That's 512-917-8654. Or you can reach them at info at livingsafeathome.com or go to the website, www.livingsafeathome.com or this is really cool. You can just go to Facebook and book an appointment and they will come in and they will test your home and show you all of the trouble areas where you might be having a problem and show you how they can disinfect that area for you. Man, this is an incredible service that we all could be taking advantage of right now and probably need in our homes since we've been stuck in there and probably just, you know, making it gross with our constant presence. So give the guys over at Living Safe at Home a call and get your home disinfected. Christy Fennell was watching and she she just commented and said, I think I love your wife. Oh. You, know, you and me both, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably because my wife did the... Uh, yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Dude, the, uh, the, the, when you're talking about sprinkler systems, one of the big ones that happens around here is the, um, the backflow preventers. Yes. Man, the, so I, my very first house that my wife and I had, we, we had one of those. And, you know, I was, you know, new homeowner, complete idiot, and it was our first winter, and I didn't cover the thing. Yeah. And we had a hard freeze come through. It froze it. And then it thawed, and when it did, that thing busted. Mm-hmm. And that bell, yes, on top, it just busted. And so it was, it was like thirty-eight degrees outside with this giant water fountain mm. shooting out of the side of my house, and I had to go out there, and I, I kind of freaked out because I didn't. I was like, I got to turn this thing off, and so I wasn't really. I think I was wearing like a bathrobe or something like oh, that. Man. And the, the <laughs> I just got soaked. Oh yeah, at thirty eight degrees. Yeah, and I had to get in there, and, and it took me a while to. I mean, because again, that's a valve that you don't use all the time. Right. So you don't even know which one to turn. Yeah, and and so I'm you know getting in there with that janky thing and trying mm-hmm. to turn it off. I was so miserable. Yeah, and that's actually one of the things that. And then you can't find them. You know, oh, no, you know, because anytime, everybody has them. Everybody wants them. Well, everybody wants them because everybody's froze. Everybody's froze. Yeah. So I, I actually wrapped mine in some insulation, but then I bought again, going back to the sleeves that I used for my faucets, I bought a, uh, a cover that goes all the way over that thing. And man, they're, they're awesome. They're not that expensive. I think it was like 20 bucks, but right. 20 bucks That's to, nothing. to prevent a, a problem is well worth the money. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing with some of this stuff, man, is like when you're in this situation, like going back to the propane, like you could have gotten that propane for, you know, 15 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it is. Yep. You know, which when you don't need it, it feels like, I don't want to spend that money. Sure. Right. Yeah. But like right now, yep. if you didn't have it, you would pay almost 10 times that amount yep. to get it and have it and be able to use it. And and, and really, propane's pretty inexpensive. Oh, It's yeah. an inexpensive fuel source. I mean, it's I think cheaper it's, than gas. I think it's more expensive than natural gas. It, yeah, it is. But mainly, it's more expensive because because of it's got to be contained. Like, right. the, the way they dispense it is different. <laughs> and I think it, it just takes more manpower to do so. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's more expensive. But... If you don't have natural gas, yeah, I mean, one of the things that we would have been able to do had we been at home and our gas 
fireplace didn't work, mm -hmm. like it's not really working the way we wanted to, is if we would have had a propane heater like you've got here, mm -hmm. we would have been fine. We would have been completely fine. And I would have been fine leaving that thing on all night yeah. and sleeping with it. Um, I wasn't comfortable sleeping with my fireplace with the smell. Yeah. I, I was not comfortable, uh, especially with my kids. I just wasn't wasn't comfortable. But uh, so do you, that do you guys have heater, like uh, have been fine. Do you guys have electric space heaters and stuff like that at your house? Yeah, we've got a few, uh -huh. and I've got one of those. Uh, I've got one of those like radiator heaters that's uh -huh. electric. Um, th that thing's awesome. Heck yeah, man! So awesome. When it gets cold, like we have one of those specifically for our bathroom for mm -hmm. when it gets cold like yeah. this. Because everything in our bathroom is tile, right? And it's on the corner of the house, and so it, it always gets colder than everything else, right? So, but that radiator does its job. It radiates yeah. heat. And you know, kind of dispels the cold from the room. Um, I, I don't. I don't want to finish this episode without talking about what happened with my folks. Oh yeah, we because it, it was actually over there for a minute. Well, no, it was. It was just kind of scary last night because yeah. you know, like I, I, I feel you know relatively prepared for situations like this. It's not a you know, no matter what you know, you know, whatever domino fell, it, I had a backup plan. Yeah. You know, my parents are in a, in a much better situation than we are in the sense that they have uh, a backup generator. Yes. And it, it can power the garage and the house and keep everything. And, and they also have a fireplace. Yeah. It's, it's a whole home generator, dedicated generator. Yes. Okay. And it's, it's a natural gas one. Yeah. So I mean like, you know, constant fuel. Yeah. Uh, fed from the utility. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic when it works mm. and it just shut off last night Man. and it was like, what, what time was it that they called? Um, I say it was like it nine o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And like at, at that point, I mean like we could try and get to them. Yeah. But I mean, well, the, well, the roads were, the roads were probably bad and yeah. they live, they live 40 minutes away from here. Oh, easy. Yeah. Maybe 45. That's without the problem. It would have taken us probably two hours to get there. Oh, easily. Easy. And well, and they could have tried to come here, but same issue. Yep. You know? Um, and, and so my, my dad went out there and he, I mean, he got it, he was finally able to get it to run. But when I talked to him this morning, he was like, yeah, I was able to get it to run, but it would just turn off every 45 minutes. Mm. And they, and you know, it's like, this would, they couldn't get a hold of the company that installed it. Yeah. And it's like, guys, this is, I mean, like, the, the phone number wouldn't answer. It wouldn't, I mean, like it wouldn't even be forwarded to like a tech who could like possibly talk somebody through the situation. Mm. They're just shut down. Yeah. And it's like, this is your time to shine. Right. You know, like this, this is when people actually really need you Yep. and, and you're not there. Right. So, and it, I mean, and, and you know, it's a, it's a Kohler engine from Generac. It's a good company. Um, they had just spent a bunch of money updating the system and mm -hmm. it, it had some repairs that it needed. And, and it's like, I imagine once they do get a hold of somebody, yeah. they're going to be having, you know, having a frustrating conversation. Sure. Um, yeah, because that's what this thing is designed to do is yeah. To keep your house yes. up and running when, when, you know, everything else goes down. Yep. And, and those things, I mean, okay, we're going to talk about something here else in related to generators here in a minute, but we're talking about like on a, on a typical house around here, mm -hmm. 2,000, 2,500 square foot, whatever. Um, I mean, those things can cost 15 grand. Easy. And more than that, if you want it to power absolutely everything all at once. Yeah. And that is not a small amount of money. If you're going to put right. that money into it, it better work yeah. whenever you need it to. You know, so that, yeah, that's a bad deal for sure. Yeah. We were, 
we were not happy. No. I was not happy. And rightly so. So, and thankfully, we were able to help them because another problem is they were they couldn't even get on YouTube to figure out how to fix it well, because their because power was down. They didn't have any a, internet, and their cell signal wasn't great. And she and, and she was like, "Can you like find a video and text it to me?" Yep. And they just uh, it ultimately needed oil, and they and I mean I mean that may not be the only thing, but ultimately it needed oil, and they didn't know what kind to put in it. So we were able to help, and he just happened to have some of that oil right. laying around. It's kind of lucky, yeah, you yeah. know? That's also kind of who he is. is I, I get He's going to have it. Sure. <laughs> but, okay, so here's the thing. Like, if you don't want to spend $15,000 for a generator, mm-hmm. there are some really good alternatives. Sure. And and one of those is to get a portable generator. Right. And a lot of people will do that, but those things can be frustrating because typically what you're doing is you're running an extension cord into your house. You can't you can't run that thing in your house. Uh, running an extension cord into your house to power your refrigerator, your washer and dryer or, you know. Well, particularly when something. it's cold like this, right? I mean, you don't right. want to you don't want like you don't want that warm air getting out. Right. And and so you can't really leave, you don't want to leave that door open. And, and so how do you how do you do that, you know, smartly mm-hmm. or a window even? How do you do that smartly? So, I mean, there's different things that people can do, but uh, there's a much better system. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, my neighbor actually did this, and he's the one that put it, put, put me onto it. Um, and th- there's a few different uh, there's a few different devices out there, um, but specifically the one that I've looked at is called Gen Interlock. So, mm-hmm. G E N Interlock dot com, and I'll, we'll, we'll put, post this up in the show notes, but. What it does is you basically install this on the outside of your house um, next to your electrical panel. And with it, you have the, the ability to turn off the power to your electrical panel from the utility company and bypass it with your generator. Mm-hmm. So what you do then is that you can flip on whatever breakers you want to flip to to power your house. Right. And you can do that from outside. Okay. And so... For instance, if you want your air conditioner to run, as long as you have a generator that will do that, um, then then you can do that. Your lights, whatever, you just turn on the breakers that you want, you're good to go. So my plan, it's it's kind of funny. I I intended to get this done before hurricane season next year, because that's typically when our power outages happen right, right. here. Yeah. Never considered needing like it. August, before. September. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I thought this summer I'll get on it. No big deal. You're like, I have time. I know I mm-hmm. do. <laughs> who who expected Snowmageddon to happen? <laughs> right. Um, but I'm going to get a, I've, I've looked at a couple different ones. If you get it around a 10,000 watt generator, which you can get those for around a thousand bucks, 1100 bucks. Um, you can power your air conditioner, right? It. And and there's not a generator out there if you don't have a hookup to your house with a transfer switch, like I'm talking about. This generator lock is called transfer switch. If you don't have a transfer switch, um, you can't run your AC, right? Right. This allows you to run your AC, including your heater, right? And so, about a thousand bucks for that. And this system, depending on which one you get and who installs it cost anywhere from five to eight hundred bucks probably mm-hmm. so for less than two thousand dollars you can have a portable generator that's not connected so if you need to take that camp in with you if you need to take it to a job site wherever you've got a portable generator that is a 50 amp generator mm-hmm. that's a that's a big dude um and you can power your house so there are cheaper ways to get around a whole home generator uh, that'll that'll do something that can keep you safe 
in, I mean, because we're talking about safety here. Right. I mean, there, there was a, here in Houston, I don't know if you saw this, Craig, but there was a, uh, a, a mom and daughter who died from carbon monoxide because they were, Jeez. because they were in their car in the garage trying to stay warm, trying to stay warm. And the yeah. CO2 killed them. Jeez. And there's been house fires from people trying to run uh, like a propane or, or a natural gas stove in their house. Something catches on fire. Boom. Yep. Because they're trying to heat their house with sources that were not intended to, to heat, heat their house. house. Yeah. Right. So uh, being prepared for something like this. Yeah. It might cost a little bit of money, but we're experiencing sub zero temperatures in parts of the state and definitely sustained sub freezing temperatures. Yeah. That our houses are, if, if we don't prepare for it, man, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. And we, when we have, we've seen that happen. Yeah, for it's, sure. And it can get ugly really, really quick. Yeah. And, so. and, and I'll tell you like, what's been really cool through this is I've seen people that have generators, people that have lost, um, have, have not lost power who are opening their homes. Yeah. They've got an extra bedroom. Hey, we can put you down on an air mattress, you know, come over we've got food yeah uh checking out their neighbors i actually saw on facebook in my neighborhood someone had had posted said hey my mom lives in the neighborhood her phone died i can't get a hold of her she lives in the apartments um i'm, I'm really concerned that's all she said and someone said hey i live in the apartments give me your give me her apartment number i'll go check, I'll go on, check her. on her yeah. so i mean those types of things just extremely heartwarming stories of people doing everything they can to help yeah. And so. I, I think that is one of the, one of the upsides of situations like this is it does tend to bring out the best in some people. Yeah. I mean, it really gives people the opportunity to shine Yeah, and, and to show, look, I'm not as selfish as people <laughs> think I might be. You yeah. Know? So, so it's, yeah, man, I, you know, one, one of the things that the reason I harp on, on preparation on stuff like this, it, one, I'm not the best at it, but two, I, I hate seeing people in desperate situations. Yeah. You know, and that's what this does is it, it, it turns into desperation. Yeah. And, and people want in desperate situations, people do things that they would never do otherwise. Right. And that's why we're seeing people sliding off the roads or sliding into each other because they're desperate. They, yeah. you know, I mean, your, your uh, father-in-law works at a, a hardware store mm -hmm. and he was talking about yesterday that, that he was trying, I mean, helping people all day long, coming in, going, I got busted pipes, which, you know, it That's is That's been the biggest thing. Yeah. Is busted pipes. Yeah. That's and another thing we've been lucky with is like, I mean, like, yeah, no, no busted pipes so far. That's right. And, and, you know, that's one of those situations you can't prepare for. Um, I mean, you can do your best, mm -hmm. but if a, if a pipe busts and you've got it treated as well as you can, it is what it is. Yeah. So you got to fix it. So people were in there. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they had prepared and still were in there, but they're in a desperate situation. They got to go out and do stuff um, that they may, might not have done before. They're putting themselves on the road and in, in vehicles that are not meant to be yeah. <laughs> in the snow and, and on the ice. And um, plus we're not used to driving in those conditions Yeah, and it's dangerous. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, I know, you know, like this is, this is not the episode we had, we had planned for this week, but I, we didn't want to miss the opportunity to jump on here and, and talk about some of the stuff that we've, you know, if, if, if for nothing else for, 
you know, historical purposes. Yes. I mean, we can go back and like go, oh, what was it? What was that really like? I mean, yeah. I, you know, we're we're gonna have this this conversation uh, to to look back at and go like, what was what was that really like in twenty one? And I was over here anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's convenient. <laughs> That's right. That's so, right. but I, but I do want to say like, if you are if you are in the area and you need help with something, uh, we we have a lot of friends in 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 businesses and with you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the word. I'm like, but, but like service industries for yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we have yeah. we have people people that we know that are willing to help. Yeah. Um. Either whether that be you know plumbing, heating, any any of those kinds of things, you know, and you need help with those, reach out to us, and we'll we can try and point you in a, in a direction of somebody that we know is out. Yep. Trying to take care of people. Yep. You know, and 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 the people the people that the homeowners show. Uh, you know, connects with and networks with, these aren't people looking to take advantage. They really want to help people and, and help keep their homes protected, help keep them protected and keep them safe and warm, uh, and, and, and make it through this. Yeah. Um, so For sure. Let, let us know if we can, if we can do anything to, to help anybody out there that's, that uh, is listening to this, you know, unless it's, you know, you're listening to this next Tuesday when it's probably not as relevant. No. So, but you might still need some plumbing help or something yeah. like that because you're, you know, something happened to your house. And if you do, I mean, like, feel free to reach out. We can, we can connect you with, you know, if, even if, well, and if you're not in Houston area, I mean, like we have connections in other cities now Yeah. Um, that, you know, where, where people need a good plumber or need a good, you know, AC repairman or, or whatever, whatever it is, you know, let, let us know and we'll, we'll do everything we can to help you find a, a good one. Yeah. And not only that, even if we're we don't have a connection in your city, we can probably help you determine what to look for, yeah, and what to guard against for and, sure. And, you know, get, that's kind of what we try to do here. Yeah, help people know what to guard against and what to how how to find the right people to do the jobs you just can't do or don't want to do. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I you know this is a, it's a crazy couple of days and I don't think it's going to get better over the next couple of days. I'm getting texts even as we, uh, as we are putting this out that my family, the school's being canceled mm. and not just for the students, for teachers, no remote learning. And that's one of the things that we've, that we've been, we found out in 2020 is we can do remote learning these days. Yeah. You know, we, we have the capability of doing that and that way we don't have to extend the school year and those sorts of things. But when people don't have power, they can't, work and they can't get on the computer and, and do schoolwork or homework or anything like that. So um, I, I just don't, I, I think that this is going to be a through the end of the week type of thing. Mm. And uh, some of you need to just kind of hang out in there and, uh, you know, do the best you can. If we can help, let us know. Um, I, I will say this, uh, our buddy Jason just, just posted on Facebook Um that he's 52 years old and this uh, is the most snow or ice he's ever seen in the Houston area. Uh, he re vaguely remembers 1973 being pretty heavy. Um, but I, I think that the research that I've seen, Jason, is that um, like 1855, there was a recorded on Valentine's Day, 20 inches of snow what? here in Houston. Yep. That's crazy. I know. Insane. So, uh, but who knows? Knowing this area, that could have been here for 36 hours and gone, you know? I, this is going to stick around for a little while. Yeah. So, for yeah. sure. Well, uh, anything else, Greg? No, I mean, just like if you, uh, you know, if you do need somebody to come out and work on your home, you know, while it, it does seem, you know, pertinent to you and important to you, and it is, mm -hmm. 
have some patience. Yes. Because these, these guys are out there and they, they can, they can only do so much in a day. Yeah. And they're going to try and, you know, I know, I, I know these guys are out there busting it right now and, but they can't get to everybody. Right. And, and, you know, we've talked about this before, do your best to diagnose the situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of these guys will, can do a FaceTime. If you can send them a text with a picture um, or, or a short video of what you're looking at, yeah. that will help them be able to have the tools and the parts on their truck to be able to fix the situation. So there's some things you can kind of do in advance to go, look, whenever you get here, I can give you an idea of what you need so you don't have to leave and then come back. That's going to do a couple of things. It's going to change your time and it's going to change their time to be able to get to somebody else. Mm. So okay. help out the best you can. Yep. So, well, listen, um, thanks for uh, for downloading today's episode. Those of you who are listening on Facebook, thank you. This is actually one, episode 129. I wrote 128 on Facebook oh. because I'm a dummy. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, thanks for downloading the episode. If you haven't already, please uh, like and subscribe. Do all those things. Leave us a rating review on iTunes. That'd be super, super helpful for us. We enjoy putting this content out, and um, we, uh, we, we do it for you guys, so we hope you enjoy it. But, uh, but yeah, until next time, be safe out there and uh, stay warm. See you later. See you.